When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The state of North Carolina covers 53,000 square miles. It is the habitat of the feared Carolina Panthers. Get dialed in, Panthers fans, for an in-depth look at your team. Exclusive interviews. Locker room insight. Let's huddle up for Panthers Playbook. Here are your hosts, Dennis Cox and Chris Lee. Welcome to Panthers Playbook. That's Chris Lee. I'm Dennis Cox. Chris, or as we're more affectionate, oh known yes, of as course, the fake Met rule <laughs> and fake, fake Met, Met rules friend. friend. Yes, <laughs> we're here with Panthers Playbook, part of the Capital Broadcasting Podcast Network. We're here at 99.9 The Fan Studios. Now, real quick, Chris, before we get into today's topics, I know we have some special interviews. You have one-on-ones with Shy Tuttle mm-hmm. as well as Iki Aquano. But before we get into that. Make sure you download and subscribe wherever oh, yeah. you get your podcasts. All right? We have podcasts, Chris, coming out every Thursday during the season, plus one after every game, including preseason games as well. So you're going to get this at least twice a week. Absolutely. And we're excited to do it. Um, you know, a lot of people, of course, watch our content from 99.9 Fan on YouTube. So we want to bring you more Panthers content as mm-hmm. we're, like, telling you what we're seeing uh, from here. I'll be at every home game. And, of course, we'll be following the games on the road as well. So make sure you smash that subscribe button right here on YouTube. Subscribe. Hit the likes. Also, leave comments. Chris and I will interact with you in the comments maybe, section. Maybe. Oh, no, I will. It, I definitely it 100% will. I, I try to stay away from the toxicity. Well, no, I mean, that's, that's different. <laughs> stay away from toxicity is different. But, no, like, in genuine interaction with yes, fans, that's actually yes. what we want to do and we will have for you Absolutely. here on Panthers Playbook. Now, Chris, two things here about the preseason. They put the pads on for the first time this week. Two things about this preseason and really about the season as a whole for the Carolina Panthers. Two things. One, the development of Bryce Young, and two, finding an identity. Let's go to the first thing. To me, if the Carolina Panthers, the success of this season really just hinges on the development of Bryce Young. If Bryce Young develops, to me, it doesn't matter if they make the playoffs. It's all about developing that number one overall pick. Well, let's let's talk about so far what I've seen. Because you've been at camp. I've been at camp. I was at the first two practices at camp last week. And uh, I did go to rookie minicamp uh, earlier in the summer. So let's 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 break it down into uh, from what I saw from Bryce Young mm-hmm. versus what the Panthers are saying about Bryce Young. Sure. And when you hear what the Panthers are saying, you hear what people are saying about how he's advanced. They love his processing. Uh, they love the fact that they are teaching him things that you normally teach a second or third year quarterback. Mm-hmm. They are beyond the rookie teaching portion of his time, even though he hasn't played a game yet, mm-hmm. which is very interesting. So I went to practice, and you're watching these live situations. Of course, no hitting. not Nothing's really on the line. Yeah. And Bryce Young is threading the needle. He's literally putting the ball on receivers where only they can catch it. Now, of course, there's been an interception here or there. Yeah. That happens a lot of times with I'm timing okay routes with and that. miscommunication. I'm okay with it. I'm okay with it as well. But just the things that I've seen from him so far, um, he is legit that guy. The problem, and I don't know if this will be a problem, it may not even be a problem, 
It's when there's an actual NFL team that is ready to hit you. Um, is he going to remain healthy if he does get touched? And then secondly, um, what kind of decisions will he make in those situations? Yeah. Other than that, Bryce Young is who he was advertised to be. Mm-hmm. And I was able to see that with my own eyes, especially with the way uh, this Panthers offense has been uh, designed so far that we've seen uh, in this preseason. Now, I know this week with the now going 11 on 11 with pads on, you know, there's full contact. There's, a, I know, an interception that he threw earlier in the week where there was the pocket collapse on him. He kind of just floated one up there in the middle, and Frankie Louvu got an interception. Again, I'm okay, 100% okay with making yeah. these mistakes during training camp. I don't if if he's at his peak already, that's not a good thing. But you ha- that, that's the thing. Like as yes. good as he is right now is what yeah. you're talking about. You want him to get exponentially better. It's also good and important for him now at this stage in training camp. Now with pads on, facing actual pressure. Now he's no, he's not getting hit in practice, but actually facing pressure. That you actually can learn your limits right now. Yeah. Not only learn the limits of yourself, you learn the limits of your receivers as well. You learn what your offensive line can do, and you make those mistakes. That's how you learn and grow. So people like, "Oh, he threw another interception." Okay, if he throws an interception early in practice and then learns from that as practice goes on and yeah. more reps take place, that's growth. That's a good thing. I know some people freak out about interceptions in practice. Me, I don't. Andy Dalton is going into his 13th year, and he's been throwing interceptions. See, there you go. It Case happens. Point. It happens. And, and you know, Bryce Young is legit the best quarterback on this team. Oh, yeah. But the important part from that is is not just the interceptions. It's how you bounce back from it. Yes, exactly. We had Sam Darnold the last two seasons. Huh. And Sam Darnold is famous for saying that he's seen ghosts seen out ghosts. there yes. on the field, right? So Sam Darnold, you see him, he'd have the happy feet, he'd get um, basically flustered in the pocket, wouldn't Mm -hmm. make great decisions whenever he was rushed off of his spot. And what we've seen from Bryce Young is the exact opposite. He's unflappable. That is the word that Frank Reich used for him. Um, Basically, Bryce Young, no matter if he's throwing a 60-yard touchdown or if he threw an interception, he's moving on after the next play. And that is one of those cliches we hear some coach speak that we hear oh yeah but that's important for that position and he's already displaying it right now just in practice it's also important for him i think right now is that he knows he's number one. Oh yeah then there's there's, there's, there's just no, no question full battle like that's the moment that they wrote his name on the card at the nfl draft he was qb1 yes whether they said it or not he was and i think that's also a big thing is that he's getting all the first team reps. Andy Dalton doesn't need reps. He's like you said, he's a 13 yeah. year guy. He doesn't need him. Yeah. He doesn't need him. Every rep with the first team, exception of maybe like 2% of them, yeah. should go to Bryce Young. And that's important. Hey, you know what? Bryce is our dude. We know that going forward. It's all about him right now. It's all about developing him. And I think that's important. None of this split reps or any of that kind of stuff like we saw last year with Baker Mayfield and mm-hmm. Sam Darnold. It's like, no, just go ahead and name Baker the starter. You already know what you have in yeah. Sam Darnold. Yeah. We already know what you got in Andy Dalton. He doesn't need the reps. You can you can just plug him in if something happens if needed, which hopefully if he doesn't see the field this season, that's a good thing. <laughs> that's probably a, a good thing. Good that's thing. a very good thing. Unless it's like, hey, blow well, out. Unless, like, unless we're up like, time. unless the Panthers are up 21 and there's two minutes left then you know you put Andy Dalton in to to take knees or whatever it might be yeah. um, but it's important that he is that Bryce knows that he's the number one guy but outside of that I would also say that the situation that Bryce has come into uh, should give him all the confidence in the world mm-hmm. this coaching staff 
the way uh, owner David Tepper has, you know, put his all into building a better staff than last time. He learned his lesson from the Matt Rule thing. Oh, we'll yeah. talk about that in a little bit. Oh, definitely. But he learned his definitely. lesson. He learned his lesson from the Matt Rule thing, um, and the, the way he put the staff together, and then also just what Scott Fitterer has done in the in the off season. You're not so high on a lot of these moves, mm-hmm. but getting. Miles Sanders, getting Hayden Hurst, getting Adam Thielen, getting DJ Chark to add to the pieces that they already had coming back, I think was very much so important. Also going out and drafting Jonathan Mingo. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, it's giving the signal that, Bryce, we want you to be as comfortable as possible. This line, they kept the offensive yeah. line coach, James, James Campen, excuse me. Uh, so the offensive line is going to have that same chemistry that they were building last year. Bryce is walking into a situation where he should have all the confidence in the world. There's no reason for him to not have the confidence. So when he does step on the field in week one, he can go out there and play freely and, uh, and, and have no worries about anything. Well, you mentioned that entire offensive line coming back, including second-year starter at left tackle, Iki Aquanu. He's Chris a Lee. big guy. He is a oh monster. Oh, my God, he's a big guy. He's a monster of a man, <laughs> and he should only get better in year two. Chris Lee conversation you have with Iki Kwanu coming up next. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson natural boneless chicken breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. All right, guys, and Riley recognized the face. Akim Aquanu, of course, former NC State standout, here starting his second year with the Carolina Panthers. And, of course, the first year went pretty well, and folks are already looking at you as one of the best offensive tackles coming up. Now you have a new challenge. You have a quarterback in Bryce Young that you're sitting back there protecting before uh, we get into more on Bryce Young. Tell me a little bit more about just the transition to this new coaching staff. You were used to Dave Dorn for your entire time at State. Then the pros, you got to get used to a new coaching staff. How's that been for you? Yeah, I think it's been great. Uh, one of the many blessings uh, was being able to retain my offensive line coach and the assistant coach, Coach Campen and Coach Kugler. Um, just kind of building that continuity in the offensive line unit was big, I feel like, in my development from last year to this year. Um, so that's definitely been a blessing. Um, and I feel like I see a lot of similarities between Coach Wright and Coach Dorn. You know, obviously guys are, you know, quiet when they need to be, loud when they need to be as well. Um, you know, leaders, everything like that. So definitely good to, you know, follow that leadership. It doesn't have to be on the field, but what's something that you've learned about yourself after one year being a pro uh, that you maybe didn't learn before, whether it's your performance, whether it's you as a person? What is, what's the way do you think you've grown after that one year? Sure, I think I've grown just being more consistent overall, you know, just also confidence, I feel like, you know, especially from last year to this year, the training camp, you know, it feels a lot better coming in this year. Last year, you know, I was a little bit, you know, starry-eyed a little bit, you know, wasn't really sure how to practice, wasn't really sure, you know, in my technique, you know, I just feel like I kind of just have a lot of things I can build off of last year, so that kind of helped my confidence a little bit. 
So we heard last night was the rookie talent show. Last year, of course, you were part of the rookie talent show. Before we ask you about Bryce, what did you do? How did you perform in the rookie talent show last year? I think I did great. You know, I went first, so that was obviously a lot of pressure. And uh, you know, I sang it so hard to say goodbye. You know, I got a standing ovation, so I feel like I killed it. Uh, you know, Bryce killed it too, though. Bryce had the whole room singing along. They usually don't do that for rookies, but you know, they did it for Bryce. So that kind of just shows his performance. So I give Bryce an A plus. Do you remember what he sang? Uh, it was a it was a Keisha Cole song. I can't remember what, the, what it's called, but he was out there like screaming. <laughs> he had like, he had, like a, yeah, that one. Oh, he sang that one. Wow. I forget what it's called. I forget what it's called. Okay. Killed it. <laughs> Just like that, so he was out there screaming like, yeah, he killed it. Okay. So you hear that he's a, a pretty good singer. Better quarterback, better singer. What do you think? Shoot. It's a toss up. You know, he's a great quarterback, great singer. I'm a, I don't know. It's hard to say. It's hard to say. But, you know, like I said, he killed that yesterday. Uh, so, and he had to go first. That's a lot of pressure. So, great job to Bryce. People made a lot about his size being 5'10", uh, 195 pounds. Um, but you're going to be the one helping to protect his blind side. What have you seen uh, out of him so far? And how do you think his size will actually uh, help him out and, and give him an advantage in the NFL this year? Yeah, I don't think his size is really too much of a factor, to be honest with you. You know, I see him making the same sort of throws he made in uh, college, obviously behind uh, Alabama line that was, you know, huge. Um, so no, I, I don't really see his size being an issue. You know, anything if he has a plus, like you said, you know, being more mobile, being you see, you see the agility, you know, when he gets up in his face. So I think it can only really be a positive for him. We've seen a lot of different formations, the ball getting out really quickly, a lot of the different weapons, uh, Hayden Hurst, Adam Thielen, DJ Chark. What's going to be fun about this offense? Uh, it was a, I thought it was fun last year, especially towards the end of the year, running the ball so much. Uh, but what's going to be fun and different about the offense for this year? Yeah, we got some you know new pieces this year. Uh, just makes that makes the offense uh, that much more explosive. You know, I'm excited. We really you know built the run game up last year. Um, you know, I'm excited to really see the pass game come up as well. Uh, so you know, a lot of explosive plays. You know, a new playbook. Um, really just scheming guys open. So definitely excited. Going to be exciting to watch. Last question from me, uh, your NC State teammate Chandler Zavala is injured right now, but uh, when you found out that he was going to get drafted uh, and come to the Carolina Panthers and potentially play next to you, uh, how exciting was that for you? And, and does it kind of like bring back memories of you guys blowing up defensive lines back in college? Yeah, definitely exciting. A uh, guy that, you know, that even leading up to the draft, they asked me about, and I, let, I was honest with him. I said, Chandler's a dog in the trenches. He'd be a good piece for us. And, Definitely fortunate that we were able to, you know, find him there, uh, you know, late, later in the draft, and you know, definitely excited to see him come come ball out over here. His dad is a chef. Have you uh, ever had his food? I have, Whew. and it was delicious. Is he gonna cook? <laughs> is he gonna cook for the team here? We'll see. You know, I'm not gonna put no, I'm not gonna put that pressure on him, but uh, <laughs> hope so. Fingers crossed. But yeah, he, he cooked for the offensive line my last year at state. Um, he had like some, I don't know how to describe it, some like water contraption where he like like cooked the meat in. I don't know how to describe it. Only a chef probably has that, but you know, it was delicious. Okay. All right. Well, we'll have to follow up on that and see if he cooks for you guys here. Ike McQuanu joining us. Uh, Raleigh, North Carolina. Of course, you guys familiar with the face, former NC State offensive lineman here at Panthers Training Camp. Yeah, Ike is a big man. And you know what? His development is also in, is, is paramount for Bryce Young as well. Absolutely. And I'm looking forward to him, Brady Christensen, both starting back on that left side of the offensive line together as a tandem once again on the left side of that line, just getting even stronger and even better. It's a good young offensive line as a whole, I would say. And even just having the depth, too, because mm-hmm. if Brady Christensen goes out, they can bring in Chandler Zavala. You know, when and, he recovers from a pectoral and, injury. Yeah, when, yeah. He, when, he's, when he comes back. Uh, Austin Corbett, he's down right now, so Cade Mays is stepping yeah, who into who they drafted place. last year. Um, if any of the tackles go down, you have Cam Irving, mm-hmm. who's who's could be there. He's been a starter before with the Dallas Cowboys, been a starter before for the Carolina Panthers. So 
Um, that's one of the things that I haven't seen in a while from the Carolina Panthers is not only just having a solid five guys on the line, but also the depth. If one of these pieces go down, you know somebody can step in in their place. And I think this is important when you have the continuity and stability, which is something we haven't seen with the Carolina Panthers in like four years, <laughs> five years. What happened four years ago? Yeah. Who was the coach four years Ron ago? Ron Rivera was. <laughs> but that's the thing about uh, something that Frank Reich needs to establish. Yeah. And I think this is what this franchise needs to establish is what is your identity? Because under Matt Rule, there was none. You didn't like nobody knew like what this team was. Yeah. Now in the past there was always that keep pounding mindset, right? That the Carolina Panthers have. And I think Frank Reich is adopting that. When Steve Wilkes came in as the interim coach last year after Rule got kicked out, that keep pounding mindset, that identity actually started to form. We came started back. to see it. It came back. Oh my God. And it imagine, actually works. And it, they actually were <laughs> started to win games. Now I would like to see how Frank Reich embraces that, but also brings in what these young guys now have with Bryce Young, like how they all adopt it, right? Because we talk about identities with franchises. I mean, we're here in the state of North Carolina. Look at the Carolina Hurricanes. There's an identity within the culture under Rob Brendamore. Yeah. I mean, you just look across the NFL. I mean, the, the Pittsburgh Steelers and their culture and the identity. It's like lunch pail. No matter who you are, you come to work. That's the thing. Is that what is the identity of this Carolina Panthers team moving forward? And I think it's imperative, not just for this season, but long term, that they really find that. You ever heard of a criticism sandwich? No, but give it to me. Basically, uh, if you're going to criticize somebody, the meat is the criticism. Uh, but you also say something nice on mm -hmm. the ends, right? Okay. So I'm going to say something nice about Matt Rule. He did do a pretty good job at drafting guys. Oh, I 100% agree and with you on and that. And building a decent roster. Yeah, I 100% agree with you on that because you look at Derek Brown, Jeremy Chin. Solid. Solid got J.C. Horn. Solid. When Frankie he plays, Lulu picked up in, yeah. in, in Iki Aquanu. Awesome. Yeah. Iki Aquanu. Jam, uh, Brady Christensen. Now I'm ready for the meet. Okay, Pause. give it to me. Pause on that, too. Okay. <laughs> um, we've talked to players so far, and it's very clear mm -hmm. that the players under Matt Rule who played for him, they weren't clear on what they were supposed to do. Yeah. We talked about – um, you know, that identity, right? What is what is going on with the Carolina Panthers? We heard it from Johnny Hecker. We've heard it from C.J. Henderson. We've heard it from Shaq Thompson. Now, these guys didn't explicitly... Tommy Tremble. Tommy Tremble. We have, these guys didn't explicitly go out and say the last coaching staff sucked. They didn't say that. Mm -hmm. But they did say that under this coaching staff, we know what our roles are. Yeah. We know clearly and, and it's defined what we're going to go out there and do. Mm -hmm. Johnny Hecker is saying it. The punter. The punter didn't have a clear view of what was going on. Yeah. And he has one job mm -hmm. to punt the ball <laughs> and make sure that you, you give the defense something to work with uh, as, as uh, possessions being changed. So now that you're hearing players say that and you're learning more, Tommy Trimble saying that he's learning what it's like to actually be a receiver in the NFL. He's going into his third season. Mm -hmm. He didn't learn that under Matt Rule's regime. Yeah. Uh, you hear Shaq Thompson, somebody who came in uh, with the Ron Rivera regime, and now he's saying things are a little bit more clear. C.J. Henderson, who basically is a, is a project right now, even though he was a first-round pick for Jacksonville and the Panthers traded for him, uh, He's saying things are more clear. I know where I'm supposed to be at. I feel like I can actually have success. These are things that we're starting to see now. And now and that is something that makes me happy for Panthers fans and for Frank Reich. Think yeah. about that. 
under Matt Rule, these players didn't know what was going on, and still they were at least good for five wins. Yeah. And when 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 Steve Wilkes came in, of course that that raised up. They got seven wins last mm-hmm. year. So you're telling me with a better quarterback, mm-hmm. a better offensive line, better skill position players, and I know we've argued about that before, but I do think this is the deepest wide receiver core that the Panthers have ever had, even though they don't have a legit number one. Somebody could grow into a number one uh, receiver. With all of that, you're telling me some people are out there thinking the Panthers are only going to win seven games. Now they have a clear view of what's going on. Yeah, This could actually be a playoff team this year. I don't want to jump too far. Sure. But with what – this is a lot of the same guys plus your, the additions of some new guys. This team could be so much better than last year just simply based off of having a better coaching staff who can put them in position to win. It's amazing how coaching works, how coaching matters, right? People always it, talk it about really like does. we we really it really does. We often talk about in sports about like oh we got to have like this star player, this top level quarterback, whatever it might be. Sometimes coaching matters. Coaching can lose you games. Yeah, I'm sorry. Look at the Denver yeah. Broncos last season with the thing on Hackett. I mean, just that's yeah. the thing. Like, look at what again, Matt Rule. Matt Rule's uh, in first Carolina. year, all those games that they lost, it was like eight games they lost by uh, a possession or less, like six points or less. Yeah. That the difference of that was coaching. Yeah, and, then, and back then, like, yeah, Teddy Bridgewater was the starter. Okay, he's a middle of the like middle of the pack kind of guy. But you saw it two thousand yard receivers. Three. Uh, 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 Curtis Samuel had like eight ninety that season. I went back and looked. He had like eight hundred ninety yards. Okay. I, I will go back. Okay. Yeah, we'll, we'll go right. check the stats. Um, but but still having that identity or forming one. Yeah. Knowing where guys need to be in terms of what your role is and that clear defined role, it goes a long, long way. Now, some guys are going to have a little bit of a different role because now on defense, there's a 3-4 defensive scheme under Ezero Evero. One of the guys that was brought in to be part of that scheme, Shai Tuttle on the defensive line. Chris, you had a chance to speak with him. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Rashad Tuttle here with the Carolina Panthers. Of course, he's from North Carolina, Midway, North Carolina, going to North Davidson High School. So I wanted to ask you uh, a lot of just the obvious question. Were you a Panthers fan growing up? And what is your favorite Panthers memory when you were there? Man, yes, of course I was a Panthers fan. And my favorite Panthers memory had to be when the Panthers beat the Chicago Bears. I forgot what round, but it was like playoffs for sure. Steve Smith might have went deep the first play of the game. Okay. Uh, jumped on the goalpost. Yeah, I know what you're talking. I know. I know what you're talking about. So now that you're here and you had the opportunity to be with this team, not only to play for the team that you grew up watching, but it's a very exciting time with uh, Frank Reich. You have Bryce Young, the number one overall pick here. What what an exciting time to play for the Carolina Panthers. How excited are you to see what happens during the season? Well, I'm very excited. You know, first and foremost, my family gets to come see me. I get to see them more often. Spend some holidays with them. So like, I just feel like that's a dope feeling. At the same time, I can't get distracted with that, you know, keep the main thing, the main thing, which is football. But I'm definitely excited looking forward to the season. You're, of course, familiar with the NFC South. You used to play with the uh, with the Saints. 
Um, but Brian Burns the other day on the podcast said that he feels like the Panthers are going to win the NFC South. So with your knowledge of the NFC South, I want to know if you agree with Brian Burns. Is, is the Panthers going to win the NFC South this year? I mean, I would like to think so. You know? <laughs> and I don't know if y'all seen or watched last year, but it was up for grabs. And I feel like there haven't been that much movement within the offseason. So she definitely got a great, ch a good chance to win this. When you, when you were playing against the Panthers, uh, what was your impression of the team the last couple of years and as far as them taking the next step? Where did, could you see the team uh, going to make sure they took the next step to probably try to make the playoffs? And do you think they've made those moves? Man, well, I'm going to start and say their defense last year was crazy. They were balling on defense. So me get a part, be a part of it, who wouldn't want to be? I just got to get out there and do my job. And I feel like they addressed that with drafting. Bryce Young, they were running the ball. I don't know if he paid attention to the last half of the season, but they was running the ball last year, so they get a passing game in there along with their run game. Crazy, crazy. No, I was definitely paying attention. Wanted to ask you uh, also just a little bit more about just on the field and, and Bryce Young. You, uh, of course, not playing on the same uh, side of the ball, but what have you noticed from him and his uh, his development as a passer, uh, being able to watch him, you're going against him in practice. I see why he's the number one pick. He's putting it on the receivers. Like, timing, his anticipation is crazy. Receiver not even out there breaking. He's already like balls out of his hands. So from a rookie quarterback, that's big. Like, see why he's the number one quarterback. In your position, you're going after the quarterback, but you know people talk about the size being a factor for him, only being five to ten. How do you think his size will help him out? Be a uh, maybe help him out? Be an important piece of his game. To be honest with you, like. Drew Brees was my quarterback in New Orleans. I, you see what he did, he's a Hall of Fame player. So whoever says sizes matter, maybe. But they got an offensive line, they're there, they get paid to protect him. So if they doing their job, it should be just fine. Like, he's, he's a player, but he's a father. Like, I, don't see, I don't see nothing wrong with him. And this is the final thing I want to uh, ask you and talk to you about. Apparently the rookie uh, talent show was yesterday. Yeah. What did Bryce sing? Ah, what song did he sing? I already forgot. That's great. He did a good job, though. He did a good job. Can, can he actually sing, though? A little bit. He okay. a practice. He's a better quarterback. Yeah, definitely better quarterback. <laughs> we got some D-line coming up today, so. Okay. Yeah, we'll see what our group's talking about. All right, Shot Tuttle here with us uh, from Carolina Panthers. North Carolina native, excited to be a part of the Panthers. Um, what do you say? Playoffs? Not long, long playoff run this year? I hope so. I hope so. You know, I don't want to, like, yeah. not to say I don't it. believe in the city. I definitely believe in our team, but, like, I ain't trying to, like, you know, of course we expect to make the playoffs. I'm excited about this defense. Oh, yeah. I think there's a lot of really good pieces. Now there's a couple questions about some depth positions and things like that. We can get that into another later podcast as training camp goes along because you never know what's going to happen with injuries. Some guys actually might get dealt. I know uh, there was actually just a signing earlier this week at linebackers, Deion, Deion Jones, Jones, which I think is a good depth very, piece to add. Very good. I was like, piece. wait, well, he was still out there. But it, that's a good addition to yeah. the team um, right at this point in training camp. But nonetheless, I'm excited about this defense. I'm curious to see how Evero uses Jeremy Chin. I think he's the real X factor in the defense. Yes. But I'm excited about it, though. Here's one thing I, I do like as well, and, and this isn't like about coaching staff. This isn't about, uh, you know, prior coaching staffs or anything like that. But the fact that you have Iki Aquano, who we heard from mm -hmm. North Carolina, grew up in Charlotte. Shai Tuttle grew up in Davidson County in yeah. Midway, North Carolina. Uh, grew up a Panthers fan. Deshaun Williams, I think he's from South Carolina. Grew mm. up a Panthers fan. <laughs> he was, you were disappointed with that. <laughs> if you guys are watching YouTube, you saw his face. Um, 
But you have these guys who actually have some pride in, in where they're at. Yeah. This isn't just a signing for them. This isn't just a paycheck for them. Mm-hmm. They have uh, some sort of attachment towards that. And and not saying that you need that on every team, but for this rebuild, I think that is going to be very much so important uh, because now you're going to have these guys along with Bryce Young who are going to have some sort of a some sort of a deeper feeling for Panthers fans and for this franchise to go out there and win. We know that when in professional sports, these things can easily just become about a paycheck. If I just get the tackles I'm supposed to get, yeah, doesn't care if we win or lose. I got the tackles I was supposed to get. I have some good tape. I can get paid on my next contract mm-hmm. and go anywhere. I don't care. You're you don't want that situation where you have 53 guys who don't care. Yeah. Now you're building up guys who care, who really uh, feel like they want to be here, and that's something I love to see. It looks like there's a lot of guys who want to be here. That's going to wrap it up for the first episode of Panthers Playbook. Again, download this podcast wherever you get your podcasts. Make sure you subscribe as well. Also on YouTube, hit the subscribe button. Sorry, smash the subscribe button. Hit the likes. And again, elbow drop, boom, Exactly, whatever it is you got to do. And leave comments as well. We'll see you next week on the next episode of Panthers Playbook.